Therefore, Kevin Stefanski, you get a full first year of Deshaun Watson. The question is, boys and girls, do the Browns go all in this offseason to make this team as good as possible? Uh, and if they don't go all the way in, you know, what kind of ramifications would I have for the roster, for the general manager, as well as the head coach and guys on this football team? We'll discuss that to go or not to go on this episode of the Locked on Browns podcast. You are Locked on Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Talk Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Your hosts, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, also from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, 11 to 1, Monday through Friday on YouTube, on air personality, 92.3, the fan, the barbershop, Mr. Garrett Bush at G Bush. 91. We appreciate everybody who makes Locked On Browns their first listen every single day, whether it's free on your favorite podcast platform, of course, here on YouTube, subscribe, notifications on uh, to make sure you're getting the latest content delivered right to you immediately. And if you have Roku, go ahead, check that out. You can get the Locked On Browns podcast, Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Cavs coverage, Guardians coverage. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. Welcome back as we continue to tell you uh, with the offseason. There is no offseason. We hear every day punching that clock on Locked On Browns. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush. Uh, you know, with the season officially over, you know, there's some reflection time, obviously uh, the last of the NFL head coaching uh, opportunities have been taken. Um, Philadelphia Eagles lose both their offense coordinator, both their defense coordinator to the Indianapolis Colts and to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, of course, you know, rumors that Browns will lose a quarterback coach here, possibly um, with the new hire of Jonathan Gannon as the Arizona Cardinals uh, head coach. Uh, good chance. Drew Petson goes along as an all. Offense coordinator. I will continue to monitor that situation as it comes. Um, with the Browns here, and this has been something that's talked about, and I, we literally just went through it. I think, gee, with and actually somebody, uh, I, I guess he does, you know, uh, you know, the Spanish version of Cavs basketball. I, I'm not even sure or whatever, but you know, I mean, first things first, bro. If you're in the profession and you come at me with a tweet, and you start it with "dude." Uh, try to look like a professional, okay? If you're going to talk to one, try to look like one. Yes. <laughs> when we talk about the Cleveland Browns, there's only one thing you're supposed to, we should be talking about. It's Super Bowl. Yeah. First things first, if you're any team and you're doing any coverage, that is the be-all, end-all, ultimate goal. I mean, yes, the Houston Texans, yeah, they got to get some players in place, but the goal for the Houston Texans is to win a Super Bowl just like it is 31 other teams. Um, so as far as, you know, should the Browns be all in? You know, that's can be confusing, can be misleading. For the way I probably view it, I think probably the way Garrett views it, the way a lot of people view it, aren't we already all in? Yeah. Uh, you extended Miles Garrett. You extended Nick Chubb. You made a move for Amari Cooper. 
You gave Deshaun Watson $238 million. Now, I think <clears throat> the misconception here is what is deemed as all in. Can the Browns get every piece in here in this offseason through free agency, through possible trades, through the draft? Answer to that, folks, is no. No, you can't. Um, you do the best you can, um, but you put yourself in a position and because you can't risk everything through one offseason. You can get yourself to a situation where you're playing competitive football, you have a solid record, and now you start to get towards the trade deadline. And granted, he didn't do a lot in the Super Bowl, but you're a team like the Philadelphia Eagles. What'd you do? You went out. You made a trade for a veteran pass rusher in Robert Quinn. Why? Because you were good. You wanted to make sure you were on the up echelon. What'd you do after that? He found street free agents whose bodies were best equipped to maybe only play a half a season in Linvel Joseph and in Dominican Sue. So, you know, to say that's all in, the Eagles were already all in, and then they literally went all in. For the Browns, look, there are glaring, glaring needs. We understand this team truly, truly needs a legitimate free safety. There's no question about it. This team legitimately needs right away two defensive tackles minimum but to say oh well the browns have no business going all in how far do you think they and look just because you say all in doesn't necessarily mean it delivers y'all remember that philadelphia eagles team a few years ago the dream team vince young quarterback da, 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 and the team was garbage absolute garbage if you don't think the browns are already basically engaged to being all in then i don't know what to tell you the moves are in place. There's talent. This is extremely, extremely talented roster. As Gene and I talked about yesterday, it comes down a lot and a ton to Deshaun Watson and how he performs. But if you think the goal in Berea is not to be playing for the Lombardi next season, season after it, the season after that, you're just straight fooling yourself. I think you're set up for disappointment because you've been disappointed for so long. Yeah, man. I, you know, I, I look at it like this. You know, we, we get into this game and everyone plays to win the football games. Everybody plays. You know, the goal isn't to be productive. The goal isn't to be watchable. The goal isn't to beat the Steelers. The goal isn't not to not finish in last place in the AFC North. And most of all, the goal is not to be the best team you've been since 1999. In order for the Cleveland Browns to get where they want to go and to be a relevant football team, they start having to have the same expectations of everybody else that goes and lifts all those weights in offseason and plays football. And, you know, we don't. You know, we don't sit up here and do a podcast every single day with the expectations that the Cleveland Browns beat the Steelers once a year. That's not what the <laughs> goal is, man. Like, I'm sorry. I couldn't. Three and three in the AFC North ain't doing nothing for that. Ain't, that ain't doing nothing for none of us, bro. Look, look we're not going to get no, we're not doing the highest views. <laughs> People ain't going to want to click on the content. Like, at some point, you your goal needs to be watching. And, and guess what? Nick Chubb said it the best uh, via tweet. And I'm, I'm tired of watching. I'm tired of watching guys who weren't better than me. I'm tired of watching teams that were, were worse than we were, and then now they're, they're in the playoffs. I'm in the prime of my career. You got guys that could be potentially three Hall of Famers and Miles Garrett, Nick Chubb, and Joe Batonio. And those guys have played a combined one playoff game, one playoff series. They won one win. So, you know, at some point, that's where we want to go. And, and they didn't go get Deshaun Watson 
for, for you know, I won't even put the money out there. They didn't trade three first round picks for somebody to just say we're going to be mediocre in the division. So this year in this offseason, they're gonna have to do both. We talk about which which ones you would you rather have, D tackle or receiver? Knock, 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 knock. Guess what that is? That's called um, the hot seat. You can you can no longer have the afford the ability to say we need a D tackle and that's it, or we need a receiver. That's it. No, 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 no. You got to do all, you got to do all the above, and you're gonna have to coach somebody. You're gonna have to get somebody better than they were last year. You're gonna have to find a free agent that nobody thought was gonna good. That was gonna be somebody. You got to figure out to find a, a a guy that's in the sixth, seventh round that's good that can contribute. You everybody needs to hit a home run this year. The guys that are on the team, the scouting department, the general manager, all of the financial guys that 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 the cap handlers and the coaching staff in terms of turning over guys. Listen, this is pivotal. Everybody got to be pulling the rope at the same place, same time. And this is is all in as I, I, I've ever seen. I You know, I, I don't know what else it could be called, but besides all in. Gee, obviously I've been here since 2017. You've been following this franchise your entire life. Once that you actually use the terms that the Cleveland Browns have to find a way to create cap space, that tells you the situation. This was never the problem because years ago, They'd be standing there on the first day of free agency with blank checks going, come play for us. Here you go. Write your own ticket. As long as you'll come here, we will pay you. That's not the case anymore. Um, and, you know, and we'll get to this because we're going to talk, you know, the first, uh, I guess this would be the first uh, power rankings of the 2023 season, I guess it would be. Um, but you look at this team versus some of what, and you start with the AFC North. And then, obviously, you're going to measure yourself against the rest of the AFC. I still think the AFC is the class of the NFL. It's a little bit more top-heavy. This isn't a disrespect to San Francisco and Philadelphia. I just think there's a lot more of a pecking order in the AFC, whereas you go Philadelphia, you go San Francisco, and then you kind of just put a solid line in Sharpie, and then we start talking about some of the other teams within that division. This team has been the moment. March 17th came, G, and it was announced that Browns traded for Deshaun Watson. It was all in from that moment on. It was all in. And for anybody to you know critique or think it's foolish to talk about the Cleveland Browns and trying to win the Super Bowl in 2023, then you either A, don't want to know what the, the seriousness of the situation is. This is what this team is shooting for. This is, And if you don't think otherwise, you're just fooling yourself. I said power rankings. We are going to get to power rankings here. First one, I guess, basing the teams as where they are post Super Bowl 57, Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Locked On Browns. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, everybody means a lot of things to a lot of people. Whether you are still trying to be the best son or daughter you can, being a spouse, being a parent, being a worker, it's a lot to navigate. But when you are at your best, you can do great things. But sometimes life gets you bogged down. And you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. We all went through a lot with the beginning of COVID, now out of COVID, what your life was before, what your life is now. A lot of people's lives have changed 180 degrees, but you need to understand 
that it's okay to say you're not okay. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge if it's not working out to your expectations. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com XXXX today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash XXXX. Going back to Locked On Browns podcast, G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd. Make sure you follow us at G. Bush 91. Make sure you continue to follow Jeff at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. And make sure you follow us at Locked On Browns on Twitter and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Browns power rankings come out, and the Browns are at night. For in, ter- in terms of a way, 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 way too early power rankings, this is pre- this is actually prior to any sort of free agency. This is prior to knowing how many coaches are going to be gone. This is actually prior to obviously the NFL draft. So this is a way too early power ranking. Um, power ranking, and the Browns come in at 19. Browns are in the cellar uh, in the AFC North. This is where they actually finished last year. Um, Jeff, do you have a problem? with the Browns being at 19th, do you think they should be higher or lower? Or do you think they're just about right in terms of where they are? Me personally, uh, and I guess you're, you know, look, you base this on what you saw of six games of Deshaun Watson. I think if you're basing Deshaun Watson based off of six games and that's what he is and that's what he's going to be for the Cleveland Browns, I think it's foolish. Um, you, know, This is one of those things where you got to make something like this. So you basically got to deal with the information at hand uh do i think that the pittsburgh steelers are right now a better team than cleveland browns i do not i don't um the cincinnati Bengals third overall i mean i guess you know super bowl loss two years ago afc championship loss this year um that one doesn't necessarily bother me as much because you know i you know whatever uh the Bengals are i don't think the bridge between the Bengals and browns just those two is significant. I don't. And you know what? Uh, obviously, recent history shows that my belief there is probably true. The Pittsburgh Steelers are at 14. They finished the year 9-8. and eight. Baltimore Ravens were 11. So uh, 11 for the Ravens, 14th for the Steelers, 19th for the Browns, and 4th um, for the uh, Bengals. Well, nothing changes this for me. You know, like my belief on that. Look, the Bengals and the Browns are even playing field every single time they play. So, you know, I... I, I whatever the, the Bengals seem to have better luck and obviously the defense has played better against other opponents, but I believe the gap between the Cleveland Browns and Cincinnati Bengals is not that big. The Baltimore Ravens, this, and look, this continues to go on. Oh, that's great. You hired an offense coordinator today, Todd, Todd Munkin, you know, air raid roots, uh, you know, was the offense coordinator at Georgia this year. Um, I don't think anybody looks at Stenson, Stetson Bennett and says, that's the coach. That offensive coach is who we want Lamar Jackson to work with. I, I mean, it just seems everything Baltimore does, it just gives me more and more an idea of, you know, you guys have any idea what you're doing? Any idea whatsoever what you're doing? Um, are you all of a sudden just going to take away, you know, most of what makes Lamar great and the threat of what makes Lamar great? He's an extra, I mean, he's a fantastic thrower. But the problem is, is why is he also such a successful thrower? Is teams are just scared to death of him and his legs. Pittsburgh Steelers, look, I mean, I just don't see it. I like Kenny Pickett, local kid to me, good kid. I just don't see it. And, you know, for the Steelers, I, I don't 
think he's their long-term option. I, I really don't. I think they're going to be in a Baker Mayfield situation with Kenny Pickett to, as the Browns were. Here's a guy we think is pretty good, but it's not upper echelon type of play. I would say maybe 19th is fair if you're basing it just on what you watch of Deshaun Watson in six games. But there's a lot there that you also wasn't understood, the amount of missed time, the fact that he was away from the league for two years. This is all stuff that's going to change. Deshaun Watson's working every single day right now. Um, so, you know, hey, let's have some fun. Da, 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 da. The Browns are going to go do some work, G. They're going to get some more talent in here. They're going to find a way to make those roster, you know, those roster rooms that are barren a little bit more respectable. But, you know, and also as a Browns fan, look, sometimes you're going to have to take your lump. You were the last team, you know, finish fourth. It doesn't make, you know, that much crazy sense that, you know, you're ranked fourth here amongst AFC North teams, although we feel that they are a better product than that. And, you know, proofs in the pudding. Uh, the teams below the Browns, uh, the Jets, it's ironic. The Jets who beat the Browns this year come in at number 20. The Atlanta Falcons who also beat the Browns came in at 26th. And the New Orleans Saints are 28th. Um, so there's a there's quite a few teams that the Browns um, actually lost to that are that, that are lower than the Browns. But I think you got to take it into consideration. They're looking at it. Well, you know, it, it was a crazy year. Deshaun Watson played six games, so those games can be kind of thrown out the window, so to speak, in his power rankings. Um, and the last two teams, obviously, were the Houston Texans. They were three thirteen and one, and the uh, Arizona Cardinals were four and thirteen as well. They got a great running back game. They got a good offensive line. They got a, a, an elite pass rusher. They got a, a franchise quarterback. They got a number one receiver. And it's hard to find a team who has all of those things checked to be a team that's, you know, almost in, in the 20s. So that just goes to show you the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type of team the Browns have. I think they have a tremendous amount of upside, but I also think that there's some downside to it if, if you don't fill some of these holes. Wait, no, you'd, you'd be foolish not to because, you know, you look at this and you're going to play teams that run the ball well and teams that don't even run the ball well, and it's something they can do. Like the Atlanta Falcons, look, they did run the ball well, but, I mean, the fact that, you know, the Browns, you know, couldn't contend that day, just a sad, sad display on their part. Um, that has to be fixed. I mean, you look at Kansas City, you even take away Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Isaiah Pacheco would have eaten them alive, man. You know what I'm saying? That, that's stuff that they just can't handle right now. And they got a long ways to go towards doing it. And Jim Schwartz certainly has a ton uh, on his plate. But, you know, when you go three deep at corner like they do, when you have the three receiving monster that they do in Coop and Joku and Donovan Peoples-Jones, he got Nick. He got, he got this. Look, this team has players. Um, and I know, you know, a lot of times it's just always to continue to basically, you know, pick on them. You know what I'm saying? It's always easy, you know, Kelly Clarkson and everybody. You know, that, that It's always fun, easy, you know, roll up your Cleveland Browns jokes. And, you know, until they have a sustainable playoff run, people ain't going to shut up. And it's kind of just the way it is on that. Coming up with that, obviously the news over the last few days, Joe Thomas going to the Hall of Fame. You know, a lot of people feel that, you know, basically maybe Joe's time was wasted here in Cleveland, and now some other people starting to look at some of the good talent, great talent here for the current Browns, and the same type of thing. We got some thoughts on that, and we're going to get to that. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest lot on Browns. Are you looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try a Bill Bar. We've just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. 
here. If you're like me when you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then man, I've got just the thing for you. You've got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously. They are so delicious, you won't think they are good for you. Perfect for your new year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you do not need to wait to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your built bars at built.com now you can get them at your local walmart or sam's club that's right head to the nearest walmart walk to the pharmacy section grab yourself a box of built bars you can pick up a four bar box of cookies and cream double chocolate or coconut puffs if you if you're close to sam's club run in grab a 13 bar box with the hit flavors brownie batter and churro and you can thank me later Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. You boys, Jeff Lloyd. We want to continue to thank you for all those individuals that listen to us each and every day on uh, wherever you download your podcast and making the Locked On Browns podcast your first listen of each and every day. Jeff, you know, you talked about it before we went to this last break. You know, there have been comparisons um, about Joe Thomas, and we'll have Joe Thomas on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. So make sure you check that out tomorrow. We'll have him on our show talking about his induction. We'll have that. And, and according to one uh, Jay Crawford, we will have Stephen A. Smith on uh, Friday. So you can check that episode out as well. We'll see if that – I'll be telling Jay, he ain't pulling up, man. He's not showing up, man. You know how we used to tell people, you know. It's kind of like when Joe Thomas came on this Isn't episode. that the same time his show's on, though? So if he shows up for that, I'll be impressed. He's he's Friday. He's supposed to be pulling up. So we're going to see. We're going to see how it works out. But uh, Joe Thomas will be on definitely on tomorrow. And, and a lot of times we talk about Joe Thomas and him getting in is how the Cleveland Browns wasted his career. They wasted all of his best years of his life. Uh, you know, he's a guy who was a perennial pro bowler first ballot hall of famer and we knew it early right but the browns did nothing and, and i think when we talk to, to, to joe we'll talk about this tomorrow he's already been on the record talking about it how much the one in 31 just sucked the life out of him man because to me i tell you look joe has some problems joe joe was a little beat up when he got done and he'll tell you he you know he was dealing with a lot of different things but come on man hey, 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 listen come on jeff we know how terrible that one in 31 situation was when you getting the brakes beat off on you. And, and, and here's a Cleveland fan. When you tune in every single game and you know, you have no opportunity to win. It's the worst. It's the worst thing. It's, it's a death sentence, bro. It takes years off your life. It, it makes you look old in the face and, <laughs> and it makes you not want to do nothing. You turn tune in every week and you say to yourself, which way are the Cleveland Browns going to lose this week? Maybe a block punt, maybe a sack fumble, maybe a missed field goal, maybe a three-pick day by a no-name gangster quarterback. Maybe we just look like we're going to score, and then the running back just drops the football. Maybe Chris Obaniah does something dumb. These are the guys that you have, and now we're, 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 we're removed from that, Jeff. We're, we're removed from it. 
we're we're a little way away. We got a little playoff win. We had some ups and downs with Baker. Some high price names come in like Jarvis and Odell. We even got a guy that a few guys right now that look like they're locks to make the play. It makes make the uh, make the Hall of Fame. So we talk about those guys in in Chubb, and we talk about Miles Garrett, and we talk about Joe Batonio. You know. Is it the same type of thing as as the way we wasted Joe's career? Or do you think these are a little bit of a different circumstances? Because when Joe was here, let me tell you, you, you knew they were going to take these L's. And you knew Joe didn't even know the guys that he was blocking for. Now it's different. At least you got guys on multiple levels that, that are professional players or, or top players at their position which makes it a little different. Your thoughts on the way the Browns are handling this, these group of potential Hall of Famers, and if it's the same thing. See, and I think, you know, this is maybe where, you know, comparing it to Joe, it, it, it's just, it, it's apples and oranges. Because, I mean, we're talking one in 31. This team currently wins football games. You know, saying 10, 8, they win football games. This team is competitive week in, week out. And look, they tried. They wanted to succeed with Joe. Nobody was coming here. And it was great that you had a Hall of Fame first ballot left tackle. But at the end of the day, he wasn't going to make a difference on defense like a dominant pass rusher like Miles Garrett. He was not a guy who was going to score and amass yardage like a Nick Chubb is. Um, Joe literally played almost with expansion level rosters. And the fact that he stayed here as long as he did throughout his entire career tells you just the type of man he is and obviously the cut of his cloth. He is the consummate company man. It's just the way the guy's wired. Also, the other thing is, you know, later on in his career, when he realized that winning was not going to really be on the table, he had now settled down. Family. And the last thing you want to do is go ahead and uproot all of that. But here's what it comes down to. And you can do this through any sport. Oh, man, can't believe that guy didn't get it. Look, you're not promised that. It doesn't work like that. Do you want to be a whining, crying, malcontent to get yourself to the situation where you can play for it? Or are you a guy who signed a contract to a franchise, to an ownership, and you have a job to do? That It doesn't come that way. And look, there have been plenty Plenty of great ball players that have been stuck on miserable, miserable teams, miserable franchises. It's it's just the way it, it goes. You don't have a say in that, and, and one player is not ever going to do that. As great as Patrick Mahomes is, Kelsey is good. The other great players, their corners are tough. They have a good defense. You have to have the right balance of a fifty-three man roster in order to succeed. Are the Browns closer now? than they ever have been. Yes. Clothes don't matter at all. <laughs> this ain't horseshoes. This ain't hand grenades. None of that stuff matters. You have to go out and you have to prove it. But to say that Miles Garrett, Nick Chubb, their primes are being wasted. So what do you do if you're the Browns? You trade them away for you know more draft picks of unknowns that you have no idea what they're going to turn out or pan out to be. Winning isn't guaranteed in any sport in a career. And you could be the best player. You could be the most dedicated player. You can have the greatest work ethic. But you ain't guaranteed Ws just like you ain't guaranteed Ls. It's a team sport at the end of the day, and especially football, 
one guy. And look, Patrick Mahomes could have came here 2017, and you want to know what? Patrick Mahomes wouldn't be Patrick Mahomes. Scenarios have to be right. Everything's got to be in place from the top to the bottom to the guy who laces the cleats. you got to have a, a serious, serious balance through every structure of your organization or incompetence is going to be your thing. But keep in mind, this team is nowhere near, and this franchise is nowhere near as piss poor as it used to be, Jay. Yeah, it, it's you know we, we yell at them. You know we do the. They brought back a head coach, G, from one in thirty-one. <laughs> right, one in thirty-one over two years spent. Where in the world would that? You would get it, fired from coaching your kid's soccer team if you were that bad. And, and it was like, and, and so I'm not even as mad as Stefanski as the way he does his press conferences because, I mean, I heard that thirty-one times. We're getting better. It's on me. Yeah, it's on you, dog. Like, what you talking about? Like, just going back to. Well, to be fair, Hugh Jackson never. Hugh Jackson still said we got to go back to the tape. So at least Kevin Stefanski tells you it's on me. Let's move on. Next question. Hey, my goodness, man. They they need to get listen. Get some PR people in here and tell them listen. Just hey, it's it's okay to lie in the press conference. Just lie. Don't tell us you don't know what happened. I'd have to go look at the tape. No, you saw you not. You, you did not recover the onside kick. That's what happened. <laughs> As you can see, um, this, see how this, see how passionate we get. We were just fine a minute ago. Our blood pressure got all the way up just by talking about it. By the way, you know it's not the same because just just the way we we refer to those years, and you see how the angst in the voice goes up. So you are correct, Jeff. It is not the same. Um, and, and I think that the Browns have a lot more answered than they did before. So um, I can I can understand where people make the comparison. But you see, you know, it's a little, it's a little hey, apples to oranges in that. For me, gee, I think the thing right now is it's a little disappointing because maybe now you expect a little bit more. Then it was uh, they suck. You know, what I'm saying there's no there's no redeeming quality. They suck. Now, when things don't work out, you're disappointed because you think they are capable of more and look i, I mean i'm gonna sit here and i'm gonna talk about this franchise like they're going on a long sustainable playoff run in 2023 i don't care i don't care i i'm not doing the same old browns nonsense uh well you know uh you know well deshaun blah, 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 blah. you saw the guy for six games after almost a two-year layoff and he really was given not much time to prepare Due to the fact he was missing the first 11 games. So I ain't even trying to hear it. Just not even trying to hear it. I am your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Garrett Bush at G Bush 91. Part of the ultimate Cleveland sports show Monday through Friday, 11 to 1 on YouTube. As he said, big fella number 73 popping in tomorrow. Obviously, uh, you know, some accolades and some kudos for Mr. Joe Thomas. Um, let's make sure you all check that out. On air personality, 92.3 The Fan, the barbershop every Saturday morning. Certainly many other opportunities catch to you over there on 92.3 The Fan. Uh, we appreciate you all who make Lockdown Browns your first listen, whether it is on your favorite podcast platform, always free, of course, here on YouTube. Subscribe, notifications on, content drops. It is there for you to digest. You got Roku. Search Lockdown Cleveland Sports. You'll find us. You'll find the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Guards, Cavs, coverage as well. Just going to continue to power through here. Obviously, some coaching changes assistance-wise which probably are needed. Fresh air, new voices, definitely needed in that room. We'll get here in the coming days, coming weeks, as changes are about to be made. All right. We appreciate, again, everybody you know, being along for this ride, uh, the growth of the show, over 4,500 subscribers now. As always, none of this happens without you. 
And we are deeply appreciative for all of you. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.